Episode 27. 27. 27. 27. 27. Of the Go Gorilla cast your source for all things indie film. I'm one of your hosts, Sashia Dumont. I'm another host, Paul Robinson. Hey, Sashia. Hey. Happy tots. holidays to you. It's Christmas Eve. Jingle bells, jingle bells. Do that. Jingle all the way. Nobody's listening because it's Christmas. Because it's Christmas, but we're here like dorks doing one anyway. It's gonna be a light, quick, fun, short episode. Yeah, yeah. We'll put you out uh, of your misery fairly quickly. Fairly quickly, yeah. I know we always say that and it ends up being like an hour, but this one will be short. We'll talk about. You'll be short. Yeah, we went to, to see Bumblebee. We'll talk about that. We went. We just finished uh, the first season of Killing Eve, which is probably one of the best shows ever. But whatever. yeah, so uh, we'll talk about that. Uh, and then whatever else, what other, whatever other nonsense that comes to our brains while we're talking Floats about those. Floats into my noggin. Yeah. I'll let it out. Oh, great, great. So let's start great, great, with. Great, great, great. Great, great, Let's start with your favorite topic, Bumblebee. Nope. Yeah. What did you think of Bumblebee? Um, I thought in comparison to the Bay-directed mm-hmm. versions. Right. It was, uh, I compared it to a standard enema Mm-hmm. Versus like as a, opposed to a hot sauce enema, a hot sauce enema, which was very much <clears throat> okay, well, the Bay experience. We're going upwards, so this. Well, look, this enemas movie, are cleansing, right? They're yeah. not all bad, but no one really wants nobody wants to one. experience it. But right, when you have it, you're like, all right, I guess, I guess there may have been some benefits to that. It just wasn't pleasant for me, right? But there was infinitely less slow motion shots Suckage. of the of you know girls' asses. Yes. So that was appreciated. There was a girl's ass, but it wasn't the, it wasn't front and center. Sure. You know? Yeah. Um, so uh, I liked it. Obviously, I was the, Asses. I, I, I was the one who wanted to see it out of both of us because I have a huge, you know, I mean, we talked about it on the show before. I have a, a huge kind of uh, nostalgic affinity for suck. Yeah. For things that are 80s and these people keep cashing in on that nostalgia. And I'm just like a sucker. Yeah, right but for this it. isn't really 80s. No, this is this is poser 80s. Yeah, like when I think of stuff that's 80s themed, I think of like Stranger Things. They do a really good job mm-hmm. of that. This was confusing for me uh, timeline wise because personally, I felt that the government issued vehicles did not match up with the match timeline. up with the time. Mm. So that's when I was like, why is everything? In the 80s, if was, the opening weird, scene though. looked really in the now. Yeah. I guess because, you know, you're dealing with, like, it was a, a property from the 80s that was, fil- that took place in the 80s, but it felt very The last now. ones didn't. No. So that was the did. thing. Well, because, yeah, this what is like a What throws you prequel. off is the fact that you have a, a, a futuristic robot, you know? Yeah, still, I mean, I think... feel like an 80s movie, too. There's an art to, I guess... Um, staging an era mm-hmm. and again stranger things does a really good job of that mm-hmm. this did not for me right. i felt like this just should have been now now yeah. um because trying to make it 80s it's was basically like, like they took eh? cell phones out of the movie it was yeah. the only thing that was like, you know what it is is because everything and this has always been the case everything old is cool again mm-hmm. and so although i guess that didn't really start to like 
the 2000s when we ran out of ideas, right? Right. Because in the 50s, you weren't like, let's go back to the 30s. And in the 70s, you weren't like, let's go back to the 60s. Yeah. Every every decade kind of had their own thing. And then the 2000s, we just like fucking ran out of ideas. We're like, all right, never mind. So we started just going back in time and stealing everybody else's stuff and doing like a a mesh of it. Right. And you want to, as, you know, uh, producers, they want to make their money back. They want to guarantee because movies, there's there's no mid-level movies, right? You either have your huge Transformers movies or you have your lower budget you know, quiet well, you have, place. You have movies. movies that become mid level that didn't want to. Right. <laughs> you have big budgets that accidentally right. become. So, mid-level. if if a studio is putting literally hundreds of millions of dollars in there, they want to make sure that there's some at least a starting point of a built in audience. Yeah. That's why you will, get all they get these, the demographic. Yeah. Right? It's why you get you know all the sequels and prequels and films based on an intellectual property of some sort already, a book or whatever, because they just they're not going to spend a couple hundred million dollars on an original idea well yeah they i mean even that's spend 50 million dollars yeah on no an we g- and idea. i i'm not even arguing the fact that they that they jumped back on this bandwagon i'm just saying that they did a kind of a piss poor job of the authenticity of the time it sure. felt to me like they basically rated hot topic yeah for the set design spunky teenager it was just too cliche super yeah. super cliche and it didn't feel very original yeah i guess yeah, um, but you know, but it, I mean, it wasn't the worst thing I've ever seen. Right. I just, I knew going, you knew going in that they were going to try to, <laughs> knew. you knew, <laughs> uh, you knew going in they were going to try to establish this relationship between Bumblebee and the oh, yeah. main character. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would have liked to, you know, what it is. Here's the thing. What's the thing? Tell me the, the thing, thing. Is I think for me personally, I'm spoiled by great television shows. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's hard for me to be invested into any kind of relationship that lasts. You know, it's a two-hour runtime, and the relationship is probably has to be built up in like an hour. Mm-hmm. So you're looking at one episode of of a television show that could run for anywhere from eight to thirteen episodes. So I think it's really hard to establish all the stuff you have to establish. You have to establish the relationship between her and Bumblebee, the relationship between her and the neighbor, yeah, the relationship you're... between her and her parents, and then just her as a person, and then Bumblebee as a character. Yeah, but so, you're viewing that as an intellectual. God, that's going to sound, this is going to sound so snobby. I'm mm. sorry. I'm mm. sorry. It's going to sound snobby, but you're, you're coming at that from an intellectual angle, right? The demographic that they're kind of targeting, they're not the kind of people that want to sit down and commit eight to 13 episodes of their life for a story. It's instant gratification. They want the big boom, lights, camera, action, done. And then they want to move on with their day. That You know, you how can you possibly stretch that out mm. for an entire series? Right. I mean, I know I personally wouldn't sit through it, well, but the kind of that, people that they're targeting don't give a crap about I mean, you could have definitely stretched that out. I mean, there was so much there, was so much there that could have been... You, you know, could you stretch had, it out, but they, you, you, you couldn't have explosions in every episode, right. and that's what people are going to want. That's why you go see that movie for the explosions in every episode. Right. You know, that it's, would be like a, a, like a $40 billion you know, dollar you have, season. You have... Um, I mean, I don't know how much we want to get into spoilers, but... Oh, Jesus, there's nothing to spoil. You know, you have this scene where Bumblebee is in the... I mean, that's kind of in the trailer, where he's in the house and he's clumsying around yeah, and everything. Yeah, and that's yeah, a yeah. solid 10 minutes of the film or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, and I would have preferred that 10 minutes be in developing her character. You know, because for me, I don't care about their relationship if I don't care about her. And I feel like they're just like, okay, she's an angsty teen, check. 
and her yeah, they dad went down passed the away. List. Check, you know, yeah. and all this stuff. And I would have loved a little bit more of development on her. They spent so much time trying to make you care about them, where <laughs> they should have spent more time making you care about her, and then you would have cared about I them. I love how you're really trying to make this into a deep film. <laughs> you're trying. Well, because they tried. And I love you for it. They tried. They really didn't. They just followed the checklist of, yeah. of a teenage character. We've seen this movie a hundred times before. It just didn't have a robot in it. I yeah. mean, it's the same thing and the same parent who after the house is trashed assuming that it that that your teenager had something to do with it is like you listen here young lady versus the ass whipping that the average child would have gotten if their parent had walked in this wasn't today homie This was 1987 or whatever the frig it yeah, was. But it's the, it's the, uh, it's through, your ass would have gotten whipped. Yeah. So uh, anyway, I'm just saying that to me, I don't know. Yeah. You have like the quirky, annoying younger sibling check angsty teen that gets picked on. Who's an outcast check mm. love interest. Who's intimidated by her dopey dude who just moved to town. Check. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, having said all that, I've, uh, I've seen worse, but, but then, I wouldn't know, watch the, that again. Yeah, you know, the visual effects were great. I thought uh, they were okay. Yeah, the robot on robot fighting was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the robot on robot fighting was was choreographed think, well. I think we can go somewhere well. with that. <laughs> well, it was choreographed well and shot well, unlike the original. I shouldn't say the original, but the Bay Transformers, where you couldn't really tell what the hell was going on. There's just too much going on. You know, where here they let the. The action sequences play out a little bit, and I appreciate that. They was like a like a robot on robot mega orgy, yeah. and this was like a monogamous robot on robot relationship. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, so I you appreciate could, you can that. kind of you could single actions out a bit more, yeah. whereas in Bay films, it's just like everything's exploding. Yeah, and I know people will probably say, "I wish there was more," you know, robot stuff. We know what kind of people that yeah. would be. <laughs> and I did appreciate the stuff on Cybertron. I thought that was really. I did not fucking appreciate John Cena. You know, I, I was really rooting for him, and then I wasn't when he well, because I didn't want him to ruin the movie. You know, I knew he was going to ruin the movie, but he, uh, you know, when it first started off, I was like. He was playing it kind of comedic, and I was like, "Okay, well, he can. He's his t- comedic timing is okay. It's not horrible. But then when he gets into, you know, um, uh, whatever. I mean, it's just- it wasn't. Uh, well, look, like it, we're, you don't go to John Cena for some, you know, stellar acting, but he he's like okay in um, Trainwreck. Mm. That was like a, a, a type of role that you didn't picture him in, and you're like, okay, he." wasn't too bad but this was surprisingly this is the role you'd think that he would fit right because he looks like a big army head right and uh you know he he's he's a walking recruitment poster and then he gets that part and he just he just cheesed it up to the 10th power and just like that scene towards the end with the saluting i was like oh jesus what is happening yeah um so i don't I don't know. I, I, I watched it for you sure, because sure. I love you, mm-hmm. but I will never watch that again. Right. And when they come out with another one, which I'm sure they will, yeah. I don't want to see that, but I know that I will have to. Yeah. So that's enough Bumblebee, okay? <laughs> All right. We'll spend 12, 12 minutes on Bumblebee. <laughs> the experience was bad enough. Right. I want to leave it in the it. past. I enjoyed it. I would watch it again, and I... If you like transform, if you liked the first Transformers, I think you'll like this better. Okay, say that. All right. Uh, so moving along, mm-hmm. we uh, I, I forced you through a documentary. Bleeding I have out. I have a method 
of getting you to watch documentaries. Yeah. Where it's it's kind of like a really piss poor reverse psychology mm-hmm. where I go, I started watching this documentary and I'm like two minutes in and it's really crazy. So do you want to watch this or should I just watch it? And then you always go, Oh, it's fine. Just you could just watch it. And I'm, you know, I don't I don't want to stop you from watching it. I'm like, mm-hmm. no, it's not stopping me. I just I have plenty of other stuff to watch, believe me. Okay. Uh <laughs> Little reverse psychology, but or something. Uh, you know, if you wanted to watch it, I just want to know now before I get into this because this is insane. Mm-hmm. And then you're usually like, yeah, I, I guess whatever. And you always sit down reluctantly, like, oh, I'm gonna watch a documentary. Mm-hmm. Um, but ever since making a murderer, you are on your phone less through documentaries. Yeah, and I think it took you like all of ten minutes before you were like. Ugh. And you started doing your head shake. I could see from the corner of my Unbelievable. eye. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. And so it's on HBO. So if you don't have the Hebo, then I don't know, find a way yeah. to get it. It's got to be, there's, there's ways to get things now. It's called Bleeding it's Out. It's called Bleeding Out. And oh. uh, it's. It's crazy. It's, it's obscenely infuriating. Yeah. It's essentially about this. Uh, f- he's like an actor, filmmaker guy. And his mother falls ill. Yeah. Or no, she needs her hip replacement. And so she goes in, it's basically like a routine hip replacement, mm-hmm. but there was, you know, she was on a medication that you shouldn't be operated on and all this Wax. stuff. Yeah. And it's a blood uh, thinner. Yeah. And so he operates on her anyway. And then what happens to her afterwards is just crazy. And then what, you know, what, ha- what transpires on the other side, right? On the side of um, the healthcare system, the healthcare system and the, the hospitals and big pharma and all that stuff is just crazy. If you want to be afraid of having surgery, yeah. <laughs> watch this movie. Um yeah. and which can go which can go two ways, right? Because the first thing you said is is this gonna is this film gonna set off my anxiety? Do I want to watch this? And I was like, it will, but in in the in the good way, right? You watch these films and you're like, I really that that's just freaking me out and God, that's terrifying. But then at the same time, you kind of know what to ask now. Yeah. Right? When you go in a room right. and a doctor's like, We have this brand new technology, there's this camera that's you know, stationed in the ceiling of Run. your room and it is being monitored by the top doctors so that every single one of your vitals are being monitored. Bullshit. Chances mm-hmm. are nobody is watching that camera. And yeah, I mean, the big uh, question of die. the film, big question of the film was who was in charge of her health care. Right. And there was never really who an was answer. responsible. Nobody was taking responsibility yeah. and everybody was pointing. Because essentially after the surgery, she fell into a coma like days before anyone even knew it. She was in a coma, I think, for a day and a half or yeah. so before even the attending doctor did not no. recognize the signs. Yeah. The, and the neurologist immediately came in, put uh, flashed a light in her eye and was like, she's in a coma. Because yeah. that's how easy it is to tell because your pupils are either going to dilate or, or not. not. Yeah. And, and uh, uh, so it's pretty, it's, it's pretty standard practice as a doctor that wasn't even yeah. um, administered by the attending that came in after the fact. So pretty terrifying. I mean, that's kind of all we'll say about that. Cause there's, there's a lot of details, but you kind of have to, yeah. you, I don't want to ruin it. And it's not that long of a. So but, I think it was like a standard yeah. 90 minutes, something, maybe 80, yeah. 80 minutes, something like that. It was really good. It was really frustrating. Yeah. It was good. And then really frustrating to watch. Just makes you hate the healthcare system. As if we didn't already. Yeah. And let you know how much they really don't give Merry a shit about. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays, y'all. Um, and so next stop, we're just moving it along, moving, here. Right along moving here. it along here because it's Christmas Eve and we have uh antisocial Christmassy stuff to do. Seriously. We are doing a podcast because 
we are introverts mm-hmm. in many ways. And Christmas for us means sitting in our pajamas all day and watching movies and eating snacks. That's right. Gaining five, <laughs> trying to gain five pounds today. I think, I, I think I've gained five pounds in the past week. Yeah. So, this is um, yeah. So the, so here's, so here's what happened yesterday. Um, I had seen, I've been seeing commercials advertising for the uh, BBC, 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 a BBC, a BBC show called Killing Eve, uh, starring Sandra Oh uh-huh. and an actress, uh, Jodie Comer. Yeah. Is it Jodie Comer? Um, and I, you know, just the, the editing was done really well in the, in the commercials, mm-hmm. you know, because uh, sometimes something looks really interesting. You watch it, you're like, man, they did a, a freaking killer job on that commercial, but the show was like, Whoa. Yeah. Uh, but I was like, I have a feeling this might be interesting because uh, Sandra Oh is like, She's a kind of she's she's really kind of ambiguous in 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 your interest for her, right? Like I wouldn't go, oh my god, Sandra O's in this. I mean, I have to watch this. Mm-hmm. But every time she's in something, I usually enjoy it. Yeah. So it's so like I really have to get out of that. I don't know if I've seen anything with her in it. Well, she was in um oh damn it. She was in that movie with That guy. Uh, oh, that movie with the with guy. With Paul Giamatti. Oh, Paul Giamatti. And mm. when he goes to Napa Valley and Napa loses Valley. his fucking shit. No, no idea. I don't know if you saw the movie. Anyway, I, so she was, did I say that's, that? It's really going to bug me that I can't. Yeah. I know the name of this movie because it's kind of like a Shawshank Redemption for me. Every time it's on TV, just let it, I watch it. I don't know why. you're a huge fan of the Giamatti. I'm not particularly, but I always wind up watching uh, Sideways. That's oh, what Sideways. It's I always watch it. Probably... Uh, I, I, f- I saw that film shortly after it first came out and mm-hmm. there's like a scene at the end where there's like a guy running and his junk's flopping about and I was like, oh my God, I can't believe they kept that in. Usually yeah. it's like female frontal nudity, yeah, but yeah. you don't see that a lot. So I was like, that was hilarious. Um, it's just an entertaining movie. It's a really good movie. Mm-hmm. She's in it. She did have a huge role in it, but she's in it. And when I think of her, I always think of Grey's Anatomy. Isn't that what she was in? Oh yeah, I think so. Or is it like one ER? Of those, one of those, it's, I think yeah. it was Grey's Anatomy. Some medical show. I She's. Think. I think I'm. Pre- yeah. I'm like ninety percent sure it was Grey's Anatomy, and she she had a, she was a big character in that. Mm-hmm. I watched that show briefly, and I never like I jumped never back really, off of except it. Except for House, I never really got into any medical shows. Yeah, I mean House was. Those are two. This is uh, Grey's Anatomy is much more drama. Yeah. Um, and I think that's probably what kind of like threw me out of it. Mm-hmm. And there's so many characters. There's too many characters in that show. Yeah. Like you know House. You had House and then like his his crew, yeah. His, you know the the attendants or you know whatever the, in training, they, you know. But to Grey's Anatomy, there was just too many characters, and they all had their own drama, and I couldn't mm-hmm. I couldn't stay with it. So, um, and then she was in another movie called Cat Fight mm-hmm. that looked really interesting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh, I don't know, yeah, I'll check this out at some point. And I I liked the way um, Jodie Comer's character came off. Uh-huh. Really psychotic in in the because that as in we know trailer. if you've listened that's a, a a big pet peeve of pet peeve of mine with female villains uh-huh. in shows and or movies is that they're always really angry yeah. that in order for a female character to be effectively villainous mm-hmm. that she's just like straight angry mm-hmm. um, and I'm always like come throw some comedy in there because. Mm-hmm. Dudes always get that. They always yeah. get to be psychotic, but kind of funny at the same time. And yeah. women are just angry. Yeah. So, uh, they're rape victims and they're angry. And yeah. So it's the same thing. Yeah. So um, 
when I saw this character, I, I thought, hmm, that might be interesting. So they had a marathon, mm-hmm. and I just DVR'd the crap out of that. Yep. And so we started watching it yesterday, and I was America. like, I was like, from the first episode, I was like, I'm gonna love this show. The yep. writing is really good. Yep. Um, and it's from one of the producers and writers is in another BBC, BBC show called Fleabag that mm. um, I'm, I'm also recording it's on the, list. the marathon of, yeah. which is coming up in two days. So I'll be watching that as well. So it's really, it's just really well. I mean, you know, the, the, the production value is really great. Yeah. Um, but Sandra Oh and Jodie Comer do it's really such good. a good job at being, you know, it's like that comedy. It's, it's such a British thing. That they, they're just naturally comedic. It's not that forced comedy mm-hmm. where like a lot of American shows, it's like they force the, the comedic aspect of that character. Being more situational. And it's just yeah. like like the character is just funny mm-hmm. in their own way. And so, um, but like Jodie Comer, that looks like such a fun character to play. Mm-hmm. Would love to play a character like that. Because she's funny, but she's also... You know, you're very uneasy when she's in a situation where she could yeah, be killing somebody. Yeah, because she's still psychotic. <laughs> yeah. And even, you, don't, you don't trust her. Like, she could she she could be in a scene with someone and you don't know if she loves this person or if she's going to kill them Yeah, it's like Game of both, Thrones. You know? It's like Game of Thrones. No one's safe with and that she girl. she plays that. She plays that so well. Take me to the hall. Take me to the hall. <laughs> so that I highly, 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 highly. We just finished the last episode this morning. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I've got the sads because I don't know when it's coming back. Yeah. 2019. Well, yeah, but I don't know when. Yeah. And it well, it must re- be soon if they're marathoning the first one. I hope so. I IMDb hope doesn't so. have the dates for it yet, though. No. So. That's lame. It's amazeballs. Yeah, it's, it's a really, really, really freaking good show. I didn't expect to like it as much. I I had a feeling I was like, I'm either going to really like this or I'm not. I don't yeah. think it's going to be okay. It's going to be amazing or it's not. And it yeah. was amazing. Yep. Yeah. Good job, y'all. Good job Keep to it up. those guys. I could have lived without every single Doctor Who commercial oh, yeah. before and after. <laughs> it was uh, just, I don't get that show. They really I'm want sorry. You to watch it. I don't get it. I, I don't understand how that show has become as successful as it has. It's like, I don't know. It has mm. the production value of like Alf. Right. But now. Yeah. Well, I have, we haven't really seen much of the newer episodes. Oh, I've seen the older ones, and that yeah. was enough. I mean, Matt, we never really watched anything past Matt Smith, so I don't really know. Uh, well, I've seen snippets Yeah, when they've had them on, and it doesn't matter who's the doctor. I, sh- I can't deal with Matt Smith. He scares the shit out of me. He's like yeah. a Willem Dafoe. His face. Freaky face. He freaks me out. Um, but... I don't know. I t- I've seen several episodes that are just on to try. It's like Star Wars. I'm like, yeah. I'm going to sit down and I'm going to find something endearing about this show. It's going to no, happen. That didn't happen. And it never happens. Mm. And it's like, how is this still on? Yeah. <laughs> I don't get it. It's like, it's like if, if Star Trek, the original Star Trek was aired now with that mm-hmm. production value, you'd be like, really? This is the best that we can do? Well, yeah. I mean, the show's been running forever. Yeah, but it should, should it not evolve? Technologically, well, was, I know I've seen some stuff with um, before, right before Capaldi came on that looked, you know, the production value had been, you know, elevated a bit. Oh, I don't know. It's rough for me. Yeah. It's a rough one. Yeah. Well, there's so much fantastical stuff that has to happen every week. So it's, it's yeah. really tough to get. I don't know. Then you wait till you have the money to do that. I would think with all of the, the fans that they have, with all of the merch that they sell, that mm-hmm. they can up the production. You're telling me you cannot up the production value? Or is that just what what people love? It that might be what's endearing about the show. That it's 
got a a crappy yeah. aesthetic. Yeah. It's like a thing. Possibly. I, I don't get possible. I don't get it, yeah. but Mazel tov, right? Yeah. You know, if that's what works for you. That's right. I'm not gonna hate on it. I just don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> so any of you you were bombarded with those ads. Yeah, that was yeah. that was a bit much for me. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what else we have what what else is oh uh Aladdin. Uh, Aladdin. <laughs> What it wasn't? You saw the trailer. It was pretty short. I, no, it just that just all of it. Yeah, just looks pretty rough. You know, again, it's just you know. There's only one thing that I find intriguing about it, and it's the fact that somehow this was given like to Guy Ritchie. Oh yeah, that's the only thing that makes no sense. I guess when I saw, you know, the stills that came out and the uh, mag- magazine covers and stuff, I mm-hmm. was just like, nothing about that said Guy Ritchie to me. It was yeah. so campy. And, uh, I mean, the thing about Aladdin for me was always Robin Williams. Yeah. You know, as yeah. the genie. And, uh, without that, like, like, well, see, here's the thing. I don't I mean, Will Smith can be people, funny, I guess. People but, either love or hate Will Smith. There's yeah. no kind of gray zone with him. And I don't hate the guy. I think that he's a pretty good dramatic actor. I uh-huh. think that he's, he's sort of cornered himself into playing the doofy dude. Yeah. Right. That's kind of his like, you know, the funny guy who's kind of like, you know, ha 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 mm-hmm. funny. Mm-hmm. Um, the men in black. But, but I think he does well with those characters. And, you know, we've seen him in dramatic parts. And mm-hmm. I think he does. He does pretty good. You know, I've certainly seen people do way worse. Yeah. In dramatic roles. He, I've gotten teary. You know, I, I think he's a good actor. I just think that he he picks very safe roles. I guess mm-hmm. that's what it is. I think that. He picks safe roles, and this is not something you'd normally think Will Smith. It's even, it's just too campy, I think, even for Will Smith. I don't mm-hmm. know. And he looks know. like Sinbad in it. Yeah. <laughs> it's well, apparently he's, he's supposed to be, bl- I mean, he's supposed to be blue. He's going to be blue, apparently, in the film. But I guess the images they released or whatever, you know, he's not blue. And But why would they make him blue? That's even worse now. If they're going to, like, make him blue or if they're just going to do CG genie none of that's good yeah none of that sounds good well we shall see what happens with that That sounds like a a candy bowl of pain yeah Yeah. i'm just trying to i'm just trying to see the guy richie connection are there going to be like like other genies that come out like all thugged out yeah (laughs) with dosh oi 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 Oi. prick (laughs) now that would be interesting yeah if he can get that in there a lot of phantom work in there if Brad Pitt flies out shirtless yeah. in a caravan, <laughs> uh, I might, I might find that entertaining. But I, I don't know that I. There's, I'm pretty sure, with the exception of the fact that our our buddy is is got some parts in it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, that would probably be the only reason why I would watch it. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I ain't running to the theater for that one. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, it's not happening. Not happening. So yeah, um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how that. I mean, the one thing I was looking into it, and I noticed that they didn't seem to really whitewash it too much. No, I think they knew better than yeah. to do that. I mean, that was just going to be. Sure there would be way not, too much of an uproar if you whitewash Aladdin. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, did we not learn from? I feel like uh, what's I feel his like face? It's, it's the only reason they didn't is because they knew that it would be uh, to make a point of it. I yeah. think if they could have gotten away with whitewashing it, they totally would have. They they would have totally done it. Um, um, but it just I, 
it just looks bad. Yeah. I, I don't know. It just looks bad. Yeah. But maybe, I don't know. Speaking of Will Smith, there was the new what? Men in Black trailer as well. Ugh. That came out. Men in Black has to have Will Smith in it. Yeah. See, this is, and then, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> Aladdin. I would have taken. Take him out of Aladdin, put him in Men in Black. Yeah. As a genie. <laughs> as a genie. As a blue genie. <laughs> yeah, I didn't really feel like, I felt like that trailer really didn't, it really didn't work for me. No. I mean, but I mean, did I, you really I love, think it was I love going the to? I think he. I think his. I think he could be really funny. It's but this is this but, is a, a lesson to be learned. We saw this already, and the nostalgia is it's done. It's yeah. over with. Like you can't bring that back. It's it's every every production now is trying to bring Gen Z into another into mm-hmm. into a millennials world and yeah. then to you know and then we try to bring the baby boomers in by bringing right. something else back and it's like what are you doing just do your own crap i would love that you know because it's like you know at some point you know um george lucas had to make star wars right mm-hmm. and now it's this huge multi-billion dollar franchise or whatever but when's the next one happening you know what I the mean? The next franchise? The next original franchise. There's none there's nothing to copy because we stopped making We're things. We're gonna run out of things to reboot. We're gonna run out sequel. of things to steal. I know. <laughs> It's so crazy. Well, and then, that and then might actually start, work. It'll force people to be creative and have just original get more content. And more obscure things because I don't think they really care what the IP is that they're linking their movie to, as long as it's linked to something. So people could say, "Oh, it's it, you know, it's it's relatable in some way." It's like, okay, so this is based on this comic book or this yeah. book or this old movie or and or the niche whatever. will be that it was obscure. Yeah, you know, like. Um, Speaking of content, I did want to kind of bring up, because I had seen this um, ad that went on on Facebook about uh, Jordan Peele's okay. production company and that they were they were accepting uh, sc- um, scripts. Mm-hmm. And So immediately I said, oh, you should do that. Well, here's the thing. The, the, I guess the, the lure was supposed to be that you didn't have to be a professional screenwriter. They right. were taking screenplays from anybody, mm-hmm. um, which I guess is kind of like if you're not a screenwriter, then that's not even going to be formatted properly, but whatever. I don't no. know. Um, they were taking from everybody. And so that always sounds, and you know, then you hear Jordan Peele, you're like, this is legit, awesome, great. But then right there in the article, and then right there in this kind of like contractual section mm-hmm. of the download that gives the you the, 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 the instructions to everything is the company absolving itself <laughs> from any responsibility should your screenplay or idea be st- stolen Mm -hmm. and i guess the way they had worded it i read this late at night so i was half asleep Mm -hmm. was that like they that anybody who reads it it can talk to like that's how they word it they can talk to whoever they talk to and so if i work for this company and i talk to somebody about the screenplay that i read they can talk to somebody else about it and if that person happens to steal steal your idea oh well and i'm i'm just going huh yeah. Why would I ever submit? And not because I think my work is so great. Oh, they're going to steal my work. But it's just like, why would I ever submit a screenplay to a company that is off the like right off the jump, absolving themselves of any responsibility of your of your work being potentially stolen? Mm-hmm. No, they should <laughs> like, do. They should have. You know, they should take your 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 work seriously and say, you know, we're going to do our best to make sure it doesn't, I mean, it, it could happen, right? I mean, anything yeah, could but happen. But I would have but, much rather they'd said, hey, listen, make sure that you protect right, right. your your uh, your work. 
Right. You know, if you send us stuff that's not protected, that's out of why our hands. So I people, totally get why that. Why are so many people reading the script to other people? You know what I mean? Like, well, they're not. Say- I think they're trying to say like if they happen to mention it, if it's just kind of mentioned at a party somewhere. Oh yeah, so and so read the script about well, such and such. What's the prize? I didn't get that. I didn't even because if it's like, oh, we're gonna make your. As movie soon as or- I read that, I'm like, forget it. Yeah. <laughs> like, because I don't like, know. Yeah, I don't care what the prize is because uh, th- no prize is 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 worth someone else. But even if if let's say I won, right? I could be like, well, I don't care if somebody else gets their work stolen. But I do. I think that sucks. That yeah. even if I were to win, that sucks that other people weren't protected. Yeah, it doesn't cost that much to protect your. It's like like a decade. Yeah, that you oh, can. When I did the last time, I protected one of my scripts because uh-huh. I had sent it out. Um, it actually recently just expired. Mm. I don't even have the script anymore. Yeah. That's how well, you, long yeah. ago it was. I don't even have the script anymore. And you it only just need expired. need to protect right for 10 months because then you're over it. Yeah, pretty much. I need to protect right for like three weeks. And then yeah. I'm like, nah, I don't care. Um, but yeah, you know, it's, I don't know. At that time, I think I paid like $30 for 10 mm. years. I'm sure that's probably like $50 now. But it's, you know, it's like you were saying before that, you know, they ha- probably have like a team of lawyers that know exactly oh, yeah. what aspects of the script you can change right. to be able to say, oh, it's not the same. Mm-hmm. And that's what that's what's so tricky about scripts and ideas and concepts and movies and stuff is that people, you know, but hey, I guess... I guess if your script isn't based on a comic book, they really probably don't even care. <laughs> was this written already? Was this a story that was made? Yeah. No, nah. Yeah, what care. is this original content? Yeah. Who the hell wants that? Yeah, that's. We need to bring back the thirty to fifty million dollar original movies. Yeah. Well. You know, good luck with that. Yeah. Everything original is under ten million. Yeah. And so, and people, you know, and hey, budgets are a whole other thing, but. Yeah, that's a whole other podcast. Well, look, you have the itself. quiet places, right? Which I don't know what was that nineteen million or yeah, seventeen, something like hundreds that. Hundreds of million. Um, and it made a bunch of money, and it, it was a, an original idea, mm-hmm. and it was successful. Mm-hmm. It can be done. Mm-hmm. We can do this, people. Yeah, you're we just really forced, can. You're just forced to be more uh, creative with how you spend the money and 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 how you you know structure. Just, the I, but story. I just mean in terms of the of the the screenplay. Yeah. You know, this wasn't adapted from anything else, not, not yeah, to my knowledge. I think that a lot of those movies, <clears throat> if you look at Quiet Place, if you look at Jordan Peele's movie, those movies... Get out. Get out. No, seriously, get out. No, seriously, get out of here. Out. Um, if you look at those movies, you look at how much they're made and how much they're made for and how much they make. It makes you question, like, why? then why are you spending... Like, what are you spending $200 million on for a movie? You're looking to make that money back and then a couple hundred million extra versus dropping ten million dollars on t- into a movie and making a hundred million dollars. So it's like, yeah, it's all it's it's all off. It's like the economy of filmmaking is just so crazy because you know when you're saying, oh, you need two hundred million dollars to make Aquaman. That so what does that mean when you don't have that money? I have no interest in that film. Yeah, me neither. Not the slightest bit. I think when it when it's played on cable, watch it then, and it's yeah. like, oh, Aquaman's on. It I'll to, look up. To Netflix or something. Because it's like, all right, you know, it's still Jason Momoa. That works. Anything I don't have to pay extra for. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I'm not paying for this no. at all. Um, yeah. That's that. Just being bombarded by the comic stuff. Just give me a break, mm-hmm. please. And that's not going to happen. They're just coming. They're, they're just shooting out. And hey, whatever. If the movie's good, then that's fine. But I, I still feel like you can have both, right? You can have your $100 million blockbusters and you can also have your quiet places. Then you can always have your, 
your in-between movies, and that's yeah, that's like, the just, that's the problem. That's the problem that I have is that there's nothing in between A Quiet Place and Transformers. Mm. That's it, you know. So you either have to, or there's nothing even below A Quiet Place. It's always right. like you're either in the, you know, uh, the the teens of the millions, or you're up in the hundred millions, mm-hmm. and you, you know, there's no five hundred thousand. Where's the clerks? Yeah, you know I, that. That that wasn't a film, well, right? That is, I watched that when that came out, yeah. and I was thoroughly entertained by it when it came out, which was still for much less than most films cost at that time. It was still entertaining. Yeah, it wasn't like you know this generation jumping onto Clerks and being like, "Oh, it's campy and it's oh, I get it." At that time, we were like, "This is hilarious. This is the most sim- simplistic idea." Yeah. And it worked. And there, there's none of that. There, there really is none of that. There's no film that's like, oh, you know what film is taking over cans this year? Yeah. <laughs> it was made for uh, $50,000. That yeah. just doesn't happen. And, it, and if there ever was, they would buy it, remake it yeah. for $50 million or $100 million. Or they would make a sequel. Or they make a point of it, right? This was only made for $50,000. Okay, who can't, like, I don't, when I watched Clerks, it wasn't because somebody was like, you know what? This was made for 30000 or whatever it was. Yeah. Oh, was it? Now I want to see it. We just wanted to see it because it looked funny. That was it. Yeah. It wasn't the point of, oh, they made this for such and such amount of money. And I will, I'm going to make another point. There is a film that I've been waiting to see Uh called Destroyer. Yeah. uh, Starring Nicole Kidman. Yeah. And it is not friggin' playing anywhere near here. It said it opened on Christmas, which is tomorrow. Mm. And on several websites, it says, like, keep me, stay tuned. Yeah. Opening Christmas. I'm like, well, what is there to stay tuned for? You'd have the times up already. Yeah. Christmas is tomorrow. So what the hell? To help people get your shit. I really want to see that film. And it's just, you know. Well, I mean, we live a- in a tiny town and I get that. But I was willing to travel a bit. And it's not even playing in the yeah. bigger They're theaters. losing a bunch of money by not putting that stuff all on demand somewhere. Well, that's a whole other discussion, yeah. I guess. Well, it's Christmas. Merry Christmas. Christmas, happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy festivus. Hanukkah, Hanukkah Kwanzaa, Kwanzaa, festivus, uh, pagan tree ceremonies. <laughs> Everything. Yeah. Uh, you know, try not to let your families drive you crazy. Yeah. It's, it's your time off. You know. I say don't deal with it if they're going to drive you crazy, but that's that's just how I roll. And thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, if you're listening. This, this holiday season. Or whenever you listen to this. Hopefully you don't have a lot of work. Yeah. You know, in your home for the holidays. Hopefully you're not working on a project that you've been working on for over a month. And <sighs> that would suck. Basically zooming through the holidays completely attached to a computer. <laughs> and then you blink your eyes and it's seven months later and yeah. you just finished. And yeah. Life Hopefully that you by. doesn't happen. To, are you all right there? What's going on? <laughs> I didn't move my microphone <laughs> a bit. You're having a bit of a struggle with your mic. Who's yeah. winning? The mic always. So that's it. That's all we got. Yeah, just talking about keeping it light. Next weekend is New Year's, yeah. so you'll probably just be stuck with our dumbasses again. Yeah, and we ha- if all works out, we've got some pretty epic guests coming in the next couple months. Yep. So do stay Things tuned. Things are looking up. Don't give up on us. Yeah. Things are, we should have led with that. Don't. Give- <laughs> hey, Hi. don't give up with us. Hi, this us. is Go Gorilla Filmcast. Don't, don't give, give up. up on us. Um and. We also will be having, we wanted to do another kind of video mm-hmm. um, when we go to the My, My Case Builder factory, which yeah. we've been invited to since we yeah. had done a video with them at, at NAB. 
Yeah, I talked so to the, awesome. uh, the owner and he was... He was like, come on down. More than happy to have us over and shoot a little like video of our visit there. And so yeah. that'll be fun. Those so, are right in Jersey, I think. Yeah, we'll keep you guys updated when yep. we do that. Yep. Shout outs to Steady Geekin and to Reality Bomb Comicast, Me- Mega, Mega Brain, Brain Comics, Comics and Rhinebeck. I don't know if they're open today, but they were open this weekend. They had yeah. all kinds of Christmas sales and they stuff. They also have a, uh, an Indiegogo. They have an right? Indiegogo. John we'll has an that. Indiegogo for the, for the shop. So... Um, you know, if you're local, give them a visit. If yep. you're not local, give the page a visit. Yep. And support in any way you can. And help help them out. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's yeah. it. Let's go get fat and watch more stuff. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> Bring I can, on the sugar. I can feel my liver expanding. Yeah. I can't wait. That's all we got. That's it. That's it. Still pretty long, 40 minutes, for over 40 minutes. That's because we chatters. That's what we, we chatters, do. That's what we do. All right. So uh, keep in touch with us on the socials the, at, at Go Grill Film. And mm-hmm. you can email us, gogrillfilm at gmail.com. If you feel, if you're so inclined. If you're feeling crazy so I can stop getting emails from, you know, rinse, rich princes. <laughs> you know? Do you not like those emails? Yeah. I don't get those anymore. Oh, well. He doesn't care about me. C'est la vie. All right, guys. Thanks for joining us and have a good holiday. Bye-bye. Bye. We couldn't decide on a song. We love We couldn't decide on a song. We love We couldn't decide on a song. So we came up with this one.